Welcome to the Compliance Perspectives Podcast. I'm Adam Turtletow from the Society of Corporate Compliance and Ethics and Healthcare Compliance Association. Joining us today from Brussels is Veronique Rudolph. Veronique is Chief Compliance Officer from Solvay. And today we're going to be talking about an interesting approach uh, that she took when updating the compliance program. First, uh, Veronique, thanks for taking the time to talk to us today. Thank you, Adam. Happy to be here. And very happy to have you. I enjoyed our conversation a few weeks ago now uh, about what you'd been doing. And you, you told me how you developed four clusters for your newly updated compliance program. Can you share what they are and how you came up with them? Yes. Um, so we developed four clusters uh, when we were developing our strategy and our program around ethics and compliance. So the first cluster is protecting a culture of integrity. The second one is building a stronger speak-up culture. The third one is increasing third-party oversight. And the fourth one is addressing and mitigating risks. So the first uh, cluster, protecting a culture of integrity, it's really about the fact that ethics and compliance is not only about compliance with laws, policies, and regulations, but it's also about maintaining and protecting a culture of integrity according to our values and our code of conduct. Something can be okay from a strict legal perspective, but not acceptable from our values perspective, for example. So that is a very important cluster where we can put a lot of objectives and priorities under. Um, a key component of having a good culture of integrity is building a strong speak-up culture. And um, in Solve, we had all the fundamentals of a good ethics helpline but we needed to raise the bar. We are a large company. We are present in 62 countries um, and we have 23,000 employees. So there are regional differences. In some regions, speak up is well embedded and in others, they are less embedded. Um, and so we wanted to make sure that people understood that speaking up is not a negative thing to do. It's had sometimes a negative connotation. And we wanted to make sure that when you speak up in good faith, it means that you are contributing to a culture of integrity and you are, are enabling us to address issues. So that is also a very important part of uh, the narrative. Increasing third-party oversight is our third cluster and one of our top priorities. The regulatory landscape is evolving very fast. A third-party risk is our risk and we are only as strong as our weakest third party. In Europe, for example, we have the Directive on Corporate Due Diligence related to uh, respecting human rights and the environment in global value chains. So it's important that we increase our visibility in the full supply chain, not only in tier one, but also beyond tier one. So everything that has to do with third parties uh, is under the third cluster. And then the fourth one, risk management. Um, when you think of it, compliance is really about risk management. It's about the ability to detect risks even before, early before they blossom in uh, major legal or reputational issues. And so making sure also that uh, all our topics are covered in our code of conduct, uh, not only HR methods, for example. And so risk management and the link with risk and compliance is also something that we consider as key. And this is why we have a fourth cluster specifically uh, about risk, identifying systemic trends, addressing root causes, sharing lessons learned, and focusing on prevention. 
It's it's incredibly well thought out and very impressive. So given that the company though had an existing compliance and ethics program, how did you secure management commitment to evolving and doing something different? Yeah, so um, all the fundamentals were there, I would say. But at the same time, there was the um, realization that we had to raise the bar um, and that uh, Solve is undergoing a lot of changes. Um, we had a new CEO joining us in 2019. And so ethics and compliance uh, was one of the functions where we needed to be more ambitious um, and making sure that we give all the support to the business that uh, we can uh, and making actually uh, sure that it's also something that is well embedded and that uh, supports us as a business. Um, I always say compliance is a competitive advantage. If it's about trust and if you have the trust of your employees, of your customers, of your investors, of the regulators, it's actually a tremendous business value to have. So there was still a lot to be done. And how did we secure management commitment? Actually from we did that by involving them, all the key stakeholders, as from the start. So the executive team, the board of Solve, the leaders of all the global business units, other senior leaders. Uh, after two or three months, I uh, had already discussions with them about the analysis that we made on the current reality and what our ambition should be. So making sure that you involve everyone from the start and that um, everyone is able to give input and feedback. That's very uh, rich, actually. It's very important because there are insights that uh, are really very valuable. Um, and so you also give the feeling to people that you are building this together. You're not doing it alone in your corner as a compliance experts, but you're really engaging everyone and everyone is doing their part. You're in this together. So that is uh, how we did it in terms of uh, securing management commitment. Well, it's very wise. I mean, getting people involved early ensures the buy-in. And then I think what you did there was really, rather than making compliance something sort of on top of the business unit, you, by bringing them in early, made it a, a true part of things, which is what we want. Now, when you and I were talking, uh, when I was in Belgium, one of the things that you talked about is how you bring your messages back to the clusters. And it, it struck me as being a very powerful thing. How, how does that work? So I believe communication is key. And so is branding and positioning of your function. So giving compliance a face uh, and making sure that people understand what it is about, um, you can only achieve that when you're very, very consistent in your messages. So we try to make sure that the message sticks and repeat it over and over. We have about 23,000 employees in 62 countries all over the world. And so the message, the main message at least, needs to be very simple and have the same framework, I would say. It doesn't mean that the full narrative remains the same because, of course, we have different priorities per year. We have different objectives and it's a journey. But by repeating those four clusters and always putting this, for example, as a, as a first slide, whenever uh, we communicate with business, um, it really helps to build a narrative and make sure it's very recognizable for people. So 
So you can always put it under the same umbrella. And some of the clusters are very broad, like the first one, building a culture of integrity. There's something that you can always you know, put something under um, because a lot of things are contributing to building a culture of integrity. You use a line repeatedly, acting with integrity in everything we do. And, and as I recall, you came up with another sort of common theme line. Um, what was that line? Because as I said, I unfortunately can't remember it, but also what was the genesis of both of them? Yes, so um, the first line is acting with integrity in everything we do. And the second one is thank you for protecting our culture of integrity at Solve. So whenever we do a training or whenever there are slides or whenever there is a message that we share, the first thing people see is ethics and compliance acting with integrity in everything we do. And then the last thing, uh, when we end the presentation or when the training is over, we say, thank you for protecting our culture of integrity at Solve. So what does it mean and what is the genesis of that? So acting with integrity in everything we do, it's again, ethics and compliance is not only about laws and regulations and policies, it's also about integrity. Integrity in everyday things, it's in everything we do and we say. Um, it's not only the big cases that uh, are important and that are actually quite exceptional, it's in the little things, in the way that you react, is when you see something that is wrong, do you do something? Do you say something about it? It's when someone knocks on your door and wants to talk about something that they believe is not okay. Do you listen? Do you listen up or do you dismiss it? It's the way you yourself talk and act as a role model towards your peers, your colleagues. So it's in all these things that we do. And it also gives the impression that we are all part of that. It's not something above our heads. It's every day and it's about us. Um, and then thank you for protecting our culture of integrity at Solvay. Um, also means your contribution matters and we really appreciate what you're doing. So there is a positive message of thanking people. Um, we're all responsible for protecting that culture of integrity. And we want to thank you for that because you're doing the right thing. For example, when you speak up, uh, you're not doing something negative, but you're contributing to that culture. You're taking responsibility. You are making sure that we create that together. Um, and then we came up with it, basically uh, working around the four clusters and working out our program and our strategy. Um, and it came naturally, I would say, that we were looking for one or two phrases that we would use. Um, and uh, the team agreed that... Uh, these were the best uh, sentences. They're great sentences. I, I agree with you and your team. I think they make the message very simple. They're easy to really live by. And you know, showing the appreciation is something that's often undervalued. Now, finally, all of this gets down to whether there's workforce acceptance or not of it. What has been the reaction of the workforce? Um, I believe it was received well. Of course, we are a, a large company, as I said, uh, present in different regions with different cultures, but generally it was received very well. Um, let me take an example. Uh, so the second cluster, speaking up, already in the first year, we see a substantial increase of reported incidents. So that message has gone true. Um, it doesn't mean there are more issues than there were before, not at all. 
it just means that our detection capacity and our ability to address uh, risks and issues have been uh, enhanced because people uh, know that they can speak up about it and they feel free to do so. Uh, we also communicated around non-retaliation, for example. Um, it's, it's just a journey. Um, change doesn't happen overnight. Um, so it's not that uh, everything is done yet, uh, but I'm, I'm very confident that we are um, following our path in a positive way and that the workforce has been become more engaged and I hope that will continue in the future. Well, Veronique, it's been great hearing what you've done and I look forward to updates and to how the program continues to evolve. Uh, I wanna thank you for taking the time to talk to us today and thank all of you for taking the time to listen. I'm Adam Turtletaub from SCCE and HCCA. I hope we're able to expand your compliance perspective. <music>